We are Snowbird Nation. Hey, welcome to Snowbird Nation, a lifestyle connection of resources to designing lives. What is a snowbird, you ask? Well, a snowbird is a person who travels south or west during the winter months in order to escape northern weather and obtain partial relief from the high cost of northern area taxes. So snowbirding is that act of traveling and living part of the year and spending part of the time in southern and western areas to enjoy the beautiful climate and all the south and west has to offer, while at the same time avoiding the harsh polar vortex that may be coming in the winter weather of the north. Feel free to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, podcast, YouTube, Vimeo, and elsewhere, for we are Snowbird Nation, and I am the voice of Snowbird Nation, Mike Searcy. Snowbird Nation is divided into two segments per episode. Segment one is dedicated to education and opportunity for you or those of you who want to learn more about snowbirding. Segment two is dedicated to those of you visiting the Valley of the Sun, whether you're visiting now for a number of months or a short vacation with us here in Arizona. We're going to go over what exciting events are happening as well as cover the real estate market numbers to date. So you will want to stick with us on today's show. Segment one starts right now on Snowbird Nation. Hey guys, welcome into the program. It is episode number three in the nation. That is Snowbird Nation. My name is Jason Stansel. Alongside me is the voice of Snowbird Nation, Mr. Mike Searcy. Michael, how are you today? I am fantastic. You know, we're in Arizona. The weather is just beautiful here, and that's nearly year-round. Yeah, you know what? I love Arizona for that specific reason, especially this time of year. One of the great things we're going to talk about in the second half of the program is what you can do going through in Arizona right now during this time of the year. So a lot of great stuff is happening. But more specifically, Mike, let's get into something. We've been hearing about this last couple of episodes. You know, if you remember in episode two, we had talked about the 10 tips and tricks for snowboarding. I do. A lot of great information. We've got a lot of people that kind of reached out to us on this uh, on this vein and the specific question is Michael I want to come down I want to start looking for my potentially forever rental or vacation rental or whatever I'm going to do to transfer into say Arizona specifically but where do I go how do I park myself where do I need to stay while I'm looking for that rental? So in essence, I need to stay somewhere while I'm down here for a period of time trying to find that property that's going to be exactly the right one to suit my needs as a snowbird. That's a great question, Jason. And you're right. We have heard from a number of people already specifically about this. Let me tell you, first and foremost, when we're talking about coming down to the valley, the valley of the sun, specifically to think, I need to check this out. This is not something that one does lightly, and it's not one that people do on a whim. As much as we would love to say that we are a spontaneous generation and we are a spontaneous people, just getting on an airplane or getting in the car and coming to the Valley of the Sun thinking, I'm going to find a hotel room and I'm going, or I'm going to find a place to rent just immediately uh, on the spur of the moment, right. it doesn't usually work that way. 
Well, especially in season now, the other thing that we talk about is, you know, we are in season and we will be for quite some time. So rates have gone up and geographically, depending on where you're looking in the valley or the state, it's going to make a big difference 30 miles one way or the other. Also, the amenities you're trying to put yourself close to while you're searching for that new property. It will. And so, so one of the things we need to remember to think about is plan ahead. So if I'm going to come down for the first time and visit the Valley of the Sun, I need to mark on the calendar and look far enough in advance. Because I will tell you what, Jason, I've got people who are scheduling already for the snowbird season of the following year. I mean, we're coming up right now, for example, and, and you know, it's October. It's uh, it's October. I'm sorry. It's November. It's November, and uh, people are already here. People are starting. The snowbirds are starting to come on in. Well, in the calendar year, we've got people who are actually booking for the next calendar year already. That's how popular the entire snowbird movement is and the snowbird lifestyle is. So we've got to plan ahead. So if you are hotel kind of people, that's great. But hotels take advantage of the season. And so the prices are skyrocketed. Right. Right. That's the issue is you will pay quite a bit. And we've talked about, we're going to talk a lot more about this. You know, the VRBO, the vacation rental situation. Ah. There are so many opportunities and options now that we just didn't have five years ago, Mike. And I think that that's what's really kind of not confusing certain generations of shoppers. But I can tell you my parents, when they're looking, they're actually looking outside of Arizona, you know, Montana specifically for that summer months. Because okay. we have it going both ways in Arizona. You come yep. and you go. Um, there's so many different choices out there. Well, who should I look at? Who should I trust? What sites do I go on? How do I do that research? And now, you know, with technology, you could get lost in a sea of confusion. You can't. You can. And, you know, let's talk about the top five, for instance, the top five websites that are actually credible and that are have been around for a while. They've, they've become rather established for finding the temporary housing in nearly any place in the United States, uh, but particularly here in the Valley of the Sun. And so as we're looking at those, um, there are there are five, probably the oldest the most established and the one most people have heard about was founded in 2008. It's called Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Airbnb has its own app. So you can put it on your those clever devices we refer to as smartphones that most of us have sutured to the palm of our left hand and we just cannot be without. Yep. Yeah, that's a sad state of affairs, <laughs> but that is the truth. Yep. And so we're looking at Airbnb. And that's A-I-R-B-N-B, as in air, bed, and breakfast, right? Airbnb.com. And so if we go there, and and as well as the other ones that we're going to mention here, but Airbnb is probably the most popular. Mm-hmm. So you can find um, everything from houses that have already that are already completely furnished, with even with beds and linens and sheets and dishes and things like this. So it's in many cases, it's better than a hotel room because it's your own private space. And that is what you really want, and that's what makes this so nice, not having to worry about 
checking in and out of rooms if you need to you know extend your stay or somebody coming in and out of your room i mean it takes the old hotel experience and really upgrades it especially this time of year in arizona having your own space with a nice maybe a patio backyard a lot of mm-hmm. cases they have pools i've been to some that you've done with pool tables inside fully yeah. furnished we've had a lot of fun we have these are great great situations and i think just looking statistically mike i saw this last night as i was going through some of the stuff i think there's almost 20 million rentals airbnb rentals worldwide yep. that they have on their site so you can imagine you'll probably find something that suits your need to makes you really comfortable as you're looking for that forever rental absolutely so airbnb oldest and probably the uh the most credible and most popular of them the next one on that list VRBO. This is the one that you mentioned earlier. And it stands for Vacation Rental by Owner. This is one of those, you're going to find the similar kinds of things. They're probably Airbnb's biggest competitor. So rooms within houses, uh, casitas, which for those of you that may not be familiar with the word casita in this context, we're talking about guest houses on the property that a larger house might already exist. So we're ta- when we're talking that or we're talking um, the entire structure or condominiums or things of this nature. So Airbnb, VRBO, number three might be one that people aren't as familiar with. It's called Home Away. No, you know what? I'm actually not very familiar with that. I've heard the name but mm-hmm. haven't delved into that. Tell me about it. It's the same. It's basically the same concept as the other two. It's just not as popular. But when we're talking about people who have these properties – and they're going to list these properties as a uh, seasonal rental or a vacation rental, short-term rental. Uh, one of the things that we have to pay attention to, of course, is where are our best options for listing? Mm-hmm. So sometimes if we go down, for example, to the third one on the list, it's a very popular one nonetheless. But if it's not as popular as the other two, I have a greater captive audience because there's fewer listings on there. And that makes sense in that respect. If you're looking at it from the side of of the snowbird who has already purchased, and now that they've purchased, they're not here. You're up in the Chicago area. You're up in Canada. You're up in Michigan. You're up in Montana Mm -hmm. for whatever length of time during the year. But you'd like to make some income on that property while you're not here. Well, then what you do is you get yourself a concierge uh, company, such as Snowbird Nation, by the way, mm-hmm. or you get yourself uh, on that, if you're going to manage it yourself, you get yourself on any of these sites, and there are calendars on this site so that people book individually on the website with you to get those get those uh, properties. So as you're booking for, you you know, if, now that you're back on the, I need to find a place, you go in here and you open up calendars for each of these properties, each of these homes, these condos, these rooms, etc. And you can see what days are available, what days are not available. So in your uh, idea earlier about even extending the stay, we've got to make sure that the calendar is open and available. So you always have have to keep an eye on those. The next one, though, that I want to mention is probably a little bit more of an alternative, almost a millennial style uh, type of Airbnb concept. And, and here's the thing. The millennials are driving a lot of this right now. So this is big, and we definitely love the millennials as an audience in this show. Absolutely. And so this one is called Couchsurfing.com. <laughs> of course it is. Couchsurfing is, for those of you that do a lot of traveling, but and, and either for reasons of the fact that your budget may not be huge, 
in order to do this kind of an idea. Which is very or, true. Or if it's not the budget, it's the, I don't want to rent an entire house and throw that kind of money away on an entire house. But rather, I am much more interested in renting just, you know, a place to sleep. So the, the idea of couch surfing, couch surfing even goes down to the basics of, I'm going to rent you the couch in my living room. That's amazing. All the way to the same concept of, I'm going to rent you a room in my house mm-hmm. or the casita, the condo or, or whatever else. But couch surfing actually brings it down to, I'm going to meet the locals because the locals are the ones that are hosting you in their house on their couch. Right. In their city, they know what they're doing. So this could be a really fun one if that's something you might be up for. Right. Now, the last one I want to throw in there, many of you are familiar with the concept of places like Priceline, etc. I'm not actually advocating Priceline at this moment, just using Priceline as an example, where you've got a search engine particularly that is looking at the variety of all of these websites. Because the ones that I've mentioned are not the only ones out there. They're probably, they're perhaps the most popular uh, Airbnb, VRBO concept websites there are. And so those are the ones that most people are on. But this one is called allthehomes.com. And it will check a variety of websites, including these, but a variety of websites that we haven't even discussed. So this will compare. This will actually give you that, okay, here's what this does. Here's what that does. Here's the pricing. Here's the comparison. You got it. Some sort of star rating or credibility report. That is genius. Give us that one again. Allthehomes.com. That is beautiful. So once we've looked at these, we found the place that we want to come down to. Then what? What are we doing now? Well, now you're here. Now it's time to, of course, check session two, segment two Mm -hmm. of whichever is the most current of our podcast episodes and find out what in the world is going on this weekend and go check it out. Now, the other thing, of course, you want to do is you want to drive neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. The valley is very and vastly different from one side of the valley to the other. And there are different flavors and different cultural feels and different kinds of of ideas of what people constitute as fun and exciting. Um, There's high-end shopping in one section of the valley. There's uh, better golf courses in another section of the valley. There's better climbing and mountains in in one section of the valley. And there's great cultural opportunities in downtown Phoenix. Oh, absolutely. There's some nostalgia. I mean, depending on where you go, and we'll just use, uh, you know, the greater metropolitan area, for example, here. You can go 30 miles in any direction and get a completely different feel from the architecture of the homes to the the vibe of the neighborhoods to the entertainment factor, the culturally, the food. I mean, it is so segmented depending on what you want. And then our freeway system and having such a grid in Arizona, you can get on that freeway and take yourself to whatever next destination you want to experience. But you could literally, Michael, if we broke down this valley and I'm looking at a map here with all the zip codes... You could get a different experience in each one of those zip codes, and Nearly, there yeah. are a ton. So you want to figure out what part of the town you want to come down to kind of hang out where you're looking for that next home based on what you like to do. Agreed. And so the first step, it's important to get here and stay for a little while because you're going to spend the first few days or, and even longer, maybe the first few trips, just exploring. Right. 
right? Just finding out what the valley has to offer, where you want to be. You may think that you want to be in a particular area and then realize when you get there, okay, I've taken a couple of trips now up north. I really like, you know, the northern part of Phoenix. I'd rather be on the north side of the 101, not the south side. And what's amazing is there's such a change, even five miles from the north to the south Mm -hmm. of the freeways. This is such a great city to explore. And, And it's like that in many, many other cities. But we have so much to offer here, but you really want to make sure you know what you're looking for. And, of course, we can help you with that. We always have the tips and the tricks and some of the insider stuff. If you have become a member of Snowbird Nation, if not, you'll certainly get that information at the end of segment two. That being said, we're going to go ahead and take our break here, and we're going to continue on to the next section uh, uh, with, with respect to things to do this weekend in the Valley, as well as your market update. And we will go ahead and put in and discuss this just a little bit further and in more detail in the private section, in the patron section and uh, of our uh, patreon.com forward slash Snowbird Nation. We'll see you on the other side of the break. You've been listening to Snowbird Nation with your host, Mike Searcy. To find out how you can become a member, go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O on.com forward slash snowbird nation simply click on become a patron to join you'll receive private investment opportunity exclusive content monthly news and real-time industry updates join us every week right here on snowbird nation okay now welcome back to segment two of snowbird nation Jason Stansel has this particular segment off, and I am the host of Snowbird Nation, the voice of Snowbird Nation, Mike Searcy. Okay, so one of the things we're going to do on the second segment of Snowbird Nation, of course, is to talk about the greatest events that are happening here in the Valley of the Sun, specifically geared toward some of the things that people who are traveling from the north or from the east would really get into. And so I have and we have gone through the calendar of events that are happening around the area and around the valley, and we have selected two of them. Today, by the way, just so for your reference, is November the 15th. It's a Friday. So as such, we're going to talk about the things that are happening this weekend on the 16th and the 17th, 2019. Two items in the calendar of events I think that are really exciting and important to talk about. The first one is especially for those of you that are from the East and those of you that are from areas that like to boast and toast their version of pizza. The Phoenix Pizza Festival is happening this weekend. It's happening on November 16th. From 11 o'clock in the morning to 5 o'clock in the afternoon at the Margaret T. Hans Park in Phoenix. Look it up online uh, to find out exactly where that is uh, because this is one of those places that good festivals typically happen and you're going to want to be able to mark that in your GPS. I'm not going to take the time now to actually go with that where that is, but it is pretty centrally located in the Phoenix area. This particular event specifically is featuring 20 different pizza makers. Uh, various are Arizona wilderness brews, wine bar, so nothing goes together like pizza, wine, and or beer, a live music stage, kids' crafts tents, which includes a bounce house, some lawn games, and a vendor's market. Folks, this is if you're a pizza lover, this is one of those things that I highly recommend that you go and, and take advantage of because the annual pizza festival, they've got about 20 different pizza makers. They sell all types of pizzas. 
They're offering slices from around $2 to $4, and it goes up above, you know, half pies, full pies, depending on people's preferences and what you're specifically into. But if you're into pizza like I am, this is one of those events you just do not want to miss. So the Pizza Fest, it's called the Phoenix Pizza Festival, and I believe if you actually look that up online, you will find it at phoenix.pizza. No .com, no .net, but phoenix.pizza. If my memory serves correct, I believe that's where we found it, www.phoenix.pizza. Now, it does require tickets, and you can get tickets in advance. I believe they're only $10 online at that particular website. So the Pizza Festival on November the 16th from 11 to 5. Um, after you've had all of your pizza... This one's going to blow your mind. For those of you from the east and the and the north, you know, if there's anything that takes a second place, a second fiddle, specifically to pizza, it's donuts. Think about it. I mean, we love our donuts. Now, depending upon where you are in the country, we all have a very specific kind of donut that we're into. Well, folks, the 2019 downtown donut fest is happening just the next day november 17th 2019 from 10 o'clock to three o'clock at the same location the margaret t hans park look it up it's pretty centrally located in the valley here in phoenix um, and they are going to have the Duncan Music Stage uh, as the stage sponsor, and they're also going to have music. So this is a weekend full of comfort food as well as music and events. You know, in addition to the food and drinks and the music, they're going to have a host of all kinds of other things with local market vendors, a cool photo booth, um, lawn games. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if it weren't a lot of the same stuff from the day before. And if you go to the, uh, the, the first one, by all means, plan on going to the second one because they're going to have the wilderness brewing. They're going to have a variety of donuts. And I mean, I've never had a bad donut. I'm just saying donuts do not come typically in a bad variety. So folks, on November 16th and 17th, you're going to want to spend both those days, quite frankly, at the uh, park, uh, specifically here um, for day one, the 16th, for the Pizza Festival, and day two for the Downtown Donut Festival at the Margaret T. Hans Park in Phoenix. Both of them, I believe, require tickets. Get your tickets in advance. Um, that's just going to be important just for the smoothness because these are the kinds of things that don't typically uh, – they sell out, and and when when they sell out, there's not going to be anything left uh, to take at the gate. Now, remember, of course, the pizza one. Uh, one more time, there is the um, uh, www.phoenix.pizza. That's the entire website. And the other one, of course, is a little bit more of a traditional website. It's www.downtowndonutfest.com. Let me say that again: www.downtown donutfest.com okay so those are the two big big events that i'm going to highly encourage you snowbirds or even you want to be snowbirds who happen to be visiting the valley to come and see this weekend in fact there's a really good chance you're going to see me down there because i do not wander away from pizza quite often 
Here is your current market update of trends with respect to your snapshot on the Valley of the Sun. Let's start with Sun City. Sun City is a very strong seller's market with houses currently listing at $147 a square foot and condos listing at, on average, $129 a square foot, with a median list price of houses $235,000 and condos of $148,250. Average day on market are 44 and 45 days, respectively. For Scottsdale, the snapshot zip code we're looking at this time is 85260, which is approximately at the intersection of Frank Lloyd Wright and the 101. Again, a very strong seller's market where the list square footage prices are for houses $260 a square foot and condos $227 a square foot. The median list price for houses in this particular zip code in Scottsdale is $772,500, and for condos, it's $362,475, with your average day on market here of 70 days for houses and 66 days for condos. In Phoenix, we're looking at the snapshot of 85023, again, a very strong seller's market, where the square footage list prices right now are averaging $171 for houses and $148 for condominiums. The average median, the median list price for houses uh, are $331,000 and $124,000 for condominiums. The average day on market here is 71 days for houses and zero for condominiums. Condominiums are, in that zip code in particular, going on under contract nearly the day they're becoming available. Uh, in Glendale, we're looking at the snapshot of 85310, again, a very strong seller's market where we have houses listing for $172 a square foot and the median list price of $382,450 with an average day on market of 74. There were no, uh, not enough condominiums uh, in the sample study in this particular zip code to report condominium information for 85310. That basically tells us a couple of different things that uh, unlike other parts of the country right now, the Valley of the Sun is a very strong seller's market where we are suggesting that there are more buyers than we have sellers and we are thus low on inventory. So having said that, um, keep your eyes open uh, for snapshots on the valley here because this is still marked, uh, marking a trend of pricing and appreciation of properties going up. So now is a, an excellent time uh, to consider marketing your property if you're looking to sell. You've been listening to Snowbird Nation with your host, Mike Searcy. To find out how you can become a member, go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Snowbird Nation. Simply click on Become a Patron to join. You'll receive private investment opportunity, exclusive content, monthly news, and real-time industry updates. Join us every week right here on Snowbird Nation.